Welcome to Psychology Has It Backwards. This series will question the assumption that people are psychologically broken and need to be fixed. We will talk about how seeing people as innately healthy will change all of your interactions and outcomes. This is a true paradigm shift, and it simplifies the entire process of dealing with mental distress and allows for more profound and immediate changes. Hi. This is Judy Sedgman, and welcome to Psychology Has It Backwards. I'm here with my very dear friend and colleague and wonderful coordinating partner, uh, you say? Christine Heath. <laughs> right. I forgot, who I, I forgot, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> Chris is in Hawaii, I'm in Pittsburgh, and uh, we're, we're welcoming you to another uh, one of our podcasts. Um, and to, this one, we want to talk about understanding principles versus knowing theories. And I think that that's a, it's an area that there's often a lot of confusion. And it, I noticed it especially years ago when I started teaching the principles in an academic environment because everybody wanted me to call them theories. And, and they said, you know, this would be so much more palatable to us if you would just say that, you know, Sid Banks had these theories about how life works and uh, that you're teaching those theories. And, and I remember one time we were at a, uh, doing a seminar for a group of physicians, and they brought that up, and they made a big thing about the fact that they thought it was very arrogant for us to talk about principles because we were defining principles as first truths, things that were fundamentally true in the universe, you know, like gravity. Um, that no one argues with. They say it explains it explains everything that it's related to, and there's no exceptions. And so this one doctor made this big statement about how it's really just theories, and you, you just keep calling it principles, and it's very upsetting. And I said, well, here, here's the problem. Where would a theory come from? How would we have theories if there weren't principles? What would explain how you can even think up that question? What would explain the fact that we have questions, that we ask questions, that we change our minds about theories, that we, we believe in theories for a while and then we, invent, we encounter other things and we change them? And there was kind of this long silence. And the guy said, well, how do you know your principles are true? And I said, well, because at the moment, no one's thought of a reason, uh, any exception uh, to the idea that we think and our thinking becomes real to us and it looks like reality. And, uh, and the fact that we're able to think explains all of the thoughts of all of mankind from the beginning of time and, and explains the whole operation of the universe. And it was, no one agreed with me, but no one disagreed with me either. It was kind of a funny moment. <laughs> But I, I think that that's an important, uh, over the course of time, I've realized that, yes, it does sound arrogant sometimes to talk about principles as, and, and to talk about the truth about life, um, like, why would we know that? And yet, at the, on the other hand, uh, it seems wrong to uh, say there are no exceptions, and it explains the entire scope of the human experience and our thinking about life. Um, but we're not going to call it a principle because somebody doesn't want us to. So, uh, so we want to explain a little bit more about the difference because 
principles are discovered, theories are invented. So principles are discoveries. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of one of the things that is um, speaks to the field of psychology, really, that the idea that you had some fundamental underlying principles is something people don't believe because we've been living in this world of theoretics, like making things up about this, seeing pieces of how it works and then making up ideas about it that it's really a testament to how little we understand. Yeah, isn't it? It's like that, that the fact that you said it was principles was so outlandish. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are very few sciences, very few areas of study that really have not changed in 100 years. Really, psychology hasn't changed all that much. I mean, it went from, you know, kind of uh, – uh, trying to change the outside world to at least talking to people about what's going on. But by and large, the theories that have come up have been like reinventions of things we thought in the past. I mean, I, I read some of the things people are learning in their graduate program because I've got these students and, and I'm thinking like, gosh, I did that in the seventies. It didn't work then. So why are we doing it now? But they call it something different. So it looks like it's a little bit different and, and, and it seems different, but, that's kind of what this is that we're talking about, is that when you uncover principle, it just explains things. It doesn't tell you that your thinking is right or good or bad or whatever. It just explains what's happening in all human beings all the time. And it's pretty simple. It's very simple. Now, each person does it in their own unique creative um, way they create their own reality and it's a very different way but and in, in, in much that's the paradox of the principles isn't it is that we're all doing it the same way but what we create is totally separate and different so understanding that helps us to uh, get along with each other so you can have people that have very differing beliefs be married to each other and be happily married to each other. You know, it's um, to get along with other people that have different thoughts than you when you realize that that's just their thinking, as misguided as you might think it is. But um, it is their, is their thinking about how, how they do life. So when you understand that, it doesn't become something that you want to go to the death over. Whereas when people get really caught up in being right about things and not seeing underlying principles, they get very caught up in their beliefs about things. That, that to me, this is one of the reasons why we tell clients who are students of the principles or upcoming practitioners, you can't just teach the principles because the principles are, if people discover them, they're true for people. They're already true. And they're operating in all of us the same way. And they're the essence of our humanity. And people will see it for themselves. And so we can, we can define the principles and say there are such a thing as principles. But the point is not for you to memorize what we say, but to listen and look. And to listen and look and look deeper and look into the stillness of your own mind. And then the principles occur to people in their own words, in their own 
understanding. <laughs> and one of the things that people will do is, is realize when you start asking questions, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> when you start asking questions, they'll realize, um, oh, yeah, I, I, I thought that. Or, yeah, that, that's what occurred to me when my mother said such and such or such and such. Or I got frightened and then I kept thinking those frightening thoughts. And what they're really saying is, I'm beginning to see now that thought is coming through me, not at me. Now, then we can point out to them, you know, do you see what you just said? You know, your common sense just kicked in and said, you're thinking. And, uh, and that's, that's, um, that's, that's the idea that we already know true things. We discover them, but we discover them from wisdom, from the already known, you know, beyond our intellect knowledge, not the knowledge of our intellect, what we've been taught in school. And so, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say that's, that's kind of the, the big difference in that is that we're looking at how it works rather than what people, how people are using the gift of the principles. Right. That's a great point that, you know, that's why we don't get upset about our clients thinking or our own, you know, so we all have, we all have bad days and we all have days when, when our thinking is a little bit off because, you know, the state of mind we're in, but we don't uh, get too excited about it because we know that thoughts come and go and that will, the wisdom will kick back in. We know it still hasn't, nothing's died. You know, we're not broken. We haven't, we haven't, uh, you know, throwing a monkey wrench in the machinery. We're just, uh, you know, just need a little peace and quiet to lubricate everything and let us get going again. So, uh, but, you know, I, th- I think not taking any thinking that seriously allows us to grow. In other words, I may have, uh, I, I do have, we all have beliefs. I have beliefs about how life should be or how you know, kids should behave or how, you know, people should organize streets or whatever I might think. But I'm, I realize that over the course of my life, I've changed my mind a number of times as I've learned more, seen new things or had new ideas. So if somebody questions a belief that I have, I'm open to hearing what they, what they see. If somebody questions, um, a belief that I think is real because I don't understand anything about thought. You know, I think these beliefs are set in stone because I believe them and they seem very true to me. Uh, it makes me very argumentative and, and resistant and, um, and impervious to other people's ideas. So one of the things that we experience sometimes with the principles is, you know, we, we certainly express ourselves we say what we think from time to time, you know, obviously we're human beings and we get active in our communities and we do things. Um, but we're, we're not, uh, we are not our beliefs. We're just uh, the principles in action at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and the interesting thing about life really is that we can think anything we want and we can do anything we want as a result of that. You know, we can, you know, jump off a cliff if we want to jump off a cliff. And then that's the end of your life. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's still the ability to think differently that makes us all so interesting. And so, you know, when the more we get into understanding that the, the way that we can create and use beliefs 
is what we need to understand, then we can appreciate the difference that people come up with. Then it's amazing when people come up with great ideas, it's like, oh, that's so cool. I can't believe that. You know, it's like you kind of wish you'd thought of that, but because you recognize a really good idea. But when you're caught up and you don't understand where ideas come from, you know, like you're tr- you try to be smart, like you try to come up with that yourself, like, God, what, what's the matter with me? I didn't think of that. It's so simple, you know, and, but you just understand that, gosh, by the luck of the draw, that thought came to that person and now I can see it. So I can also embrace it. That's, this is how we evolve as a species. But it, otherwise, we'd still think that, you know, um, mental illness was demons, cre- you know, getting into yeah, people's in our systems. Yeah. I mean, or the world was flat. You know, it, it's like that's a really great example that the Polynesians were teaching uh, navigation with a ball at the same time that the Europeans thought the world was flat. Two very different thinking, you know, but they both had the ability to create their thinking based on what they saw, right? That's how it looked to them. And then they created a belief system about it. Well, that's what happens in psychology as well. It's like when we don't understand how it all works, we don't have that vantage point on it. We make up stuff about what's going on with people. And what we make up is just based on that level of understanding that we have at the moment. The principles allow us to go into warp speed because we move way out of what people are creating into how they create. And once you see that for yourself, then it's up to you what you want to live in. You know, if you want to live in a lot of negativity and a lot of uh, um, upsetness and anger and stuff like that, that's maybe you want to do that. Most people don't. Most people, once they start to understand the principles, start to have nicer feelings and live in kindness and, and try to be more understanding. But not always. Sometimes people learn the principles and they get very dogmatic about their own thinking and then think that it's in alignment with the principles, which has nothing to do with the content of what you think. Yeah. And I had an experience of this recently with uh, somebody who said, well, if you understood the principles, you would think blah, 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 which is what that person thinks. And I'm going like, what does the content of my thinking have to do with understanding the principle of thought? Nothing. So understanding the principles allows me to understand why that person is so attached to their thinking and to understand why I think different things, but it doesn't give me any information whatsoever about which content is preferable because that's, that's where our personal choice comes in. We, we can think whatever we want and we can hold on to thoughts or we can let them sort of travel loosely in our minds and see if other thoughts come in there and, and uh, interact with them or, uh, push them aside. And I, I, to me, the most wonderful thing that happened to me <clears throat> when I first learned the principles was I, I started having very unique ideas about my business that were not common practice. The things that I was seeing to do with my business were not things that people in my industry were doing or had ever done. And I felt no need to change anybody else or anything, but I was very confident in changing my business. Uh, because I just, I, when I saw it, it made perfect sense to me. And it came with a beautiful feeling. It came in a moment of wisdom and insight. And when I told my staff about it, they could get behind it because it made sense to them. 
And so we did make changes that, you know, that I never learned in reading articles in business magazines or going to seminars. I, I got them sitting drinking coffee one Saturday afternoon on my kitchen. And, um, and I, and I really, I realized that, that this is the beauty of our work is that we have each of us within us, we have the ability continually to see beyond the limits of our current thinking about our life. Now, that doesn't mean we can change the whole world. It could mean that, but it just means that we can continually have a nicer and nicer life if we follow our wisdom and allow our thinking to change when we get a better idea, not to be so arrogant and attached to thoughts that we've had before just because we had them. Uh, it just means that they were good at that moment. They were helpful then, and they may not be helpful now. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's an interesting thing, too, because, like, we have our beliefs. Everybody does. Like, I, I, I think that you should, you know, be concerned about the the uh, uh, state of the uh, planet and what's happening with the uh, outcome of things. I think that's that, – now, there are people that think differently than that, you know, and, and I think I'm right and they think they're right. But – I'm not going to get into an argument about it with them. I might, I could have a discussion with them and, and, and talk about how I see things versus how they see things. But I'm always interested in how they see things. You know, that's the deal. Like, I, I may not agree, but it's very fascinating to me to hear how people think about life in such a different way than mine. And, and so when that's the case, I'm also more open to changing my mind about things. Not probably about climate change. That's probably true. But, you know, about other things, like sometimes political things, like I've got ideas about it and then I find out some other information and like, oh, oh yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't know that. I didn't understand that. Well, then I change what I think about it. Right. So, and, and there was a time when my beliefs had so much, they were kind of based on my theory about life, my personal theory about life. That, and, and that was kind of based on my thinking about um, victimization and the role of women and different things like that. And it's interesting just to see how when you understand that it's just all thought and you can um, think whatever you want to, you're less attached to your thinking. You don't want to like go to war because you think differently about it. You might want to have a conversation. You know, like there's, I have clients that have thoughts about what they should do in their life that aren't very healthy for them, <laughs> you know. And so I might have a conversation with them about that, about the impact that it's having on their life. But it's still their choice. Like they have to get the insight to change it because they want to, they can see that changing that belief or that philosophy or that theory about life would change the way that they lived for the yeah. better. And that's why we can't tell people what to do. They have to do whatever makes sense to them. And no one lives inside anyone's head, but our own. So I can't get inside anybody's head and say, Oh yeah, well I'm, I'm in your mind now. And I'm telling you, you, you got to walk down this corridor and leave, close that door behind you because I don't know that. All I know is that when they, when they find peace and they find an understanding of the power of thought, that they that's a power that each one of us has, that they will see 
what to do. And the thoughts that they get will get better and better as their level of consciousness and their level of understanding rises. And so our job is not to tell people what to think or what to do with certain thoughts or how to handle bad thoughts or, or, you know, to stop doing this and start doing that. Our job is to say, look, you know, we have this incredible gift, this beautiful power. And these are true things about life. Everybody's the same in that regard, that we all have the same power and we all use it differently. So you're using yours now in a way that you're saying is not working out for you. But the power is neutral. You can use it any way you want to. So what's not working out for you is not the power to think. It's what you're doing with your thinking right now. But I can't tell you what to do with it. I can just tell you that you can do anything you want to with it. What a gift that is to understand how it works, because otherwise you're trying to fix things after the fact. You're like, what? A day late, a dollar short. You know, it's like you're always after the fact. And so it feels frustrating and it feels like then all of a sudden things change. You're like, well, what happened to that? How'd that happen? And then you're back in it again. You know, and so that's the difference really between uh, principle operating from principle and operating from theory. I was looking at, uh, when I was looking at some of the stuff that, um, I was looking at new new trends in psychology and one of the articles, the last article was like 2013. And I was and I was looking at it and I was like, well, why do these things matter to people? You know, like it was, it was things that they thought were really um, like insightful thing. Maybe we'll talk about it on another, uh, another podcast. But to me, it was like, it, it wasn't, it was so focused on minimal changes in people rather than changing really the state of mind the person is in that it was like, why would you waste time going over that? Because yeah. if you just taught them how it would all work, they wouldn't have to deal with all that. Yeah. And it wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to deal with one problem after another, after another, because as our perspective changes, the world looks different. All the problems look different. We, we come to a different level of understanding of what a problem is. Yeah. So, right. so, so yeah. when the theories are about handling dysfunction versus living in mental well-being, that's kind of the deal. It's like it, the principles help us to see how we, can, we operate so we can live in our optimal state of mind, whatever you want to call that. And theories are how to handle what's wrong. Yeah, it's, it's really theories tell us how to do deal with the ways in which we've misused this power without understanding it. And the theories are, are just, uh, and maybe they're helpful. I'm not, we're, we're now suggesting that people haven't been helped, but we're saying that there's, there's a world of difference between being at ease and at peace, knowing that you can continually see beyond your own thinking and feeling like every time something goes wrong, you've got to run out and find somebody to help you. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, that's it for today. It was fun. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Okay. Take Have care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you heard something new and that you will continue to join us to challenge the prevailing thinking about the possibilities for health in everyone. To subscribe to the podcast, visit our website at psychologyhasitbackwards.com. 